Hello, this is Malena Börsch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for November 15th. More detail on the wheat markets can be found in the written report on the Sask Wheat website. Wheat markets were all significantly higher at the close of the week last Friday, but especially spring wheat is showing some weakness today. Here's a closer look at Friday's futures. These 21, 21 contract Chicago winter wheat closed at 817 up 50 cents on the week. These 21 contract Kansas hardware winter wheat closed at 8.33, up 54 cents on the week. And December Minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at 10.50, up 40 cents on the week. However, this Monday morning, spring wheat futures are down with December Minneapolis currently off just under 30 cents per bushel. Here's what happened in the cash markets last week. There actually were few significant trades during the week as the industry wanted to see the WASDE report before committing more purchases. In actual trades, Tunisia bought 100,000 tons for these through Jan at 380 to 385.60 per metric ton. The Philippines bought two cargoes of Australian feed wheat at around 365 US per ton, and they remain open for the Jan through Feb positions as well. Bangladesh returns November 22nd for 50,000 tons, and we still have no results from Tuesday's UN tender for Ethiopia of 110,000 tons. Net US sales of 286,000 tons for 2021 were down 29% from the previous week and down from the prior four-week average. To continue, here are some of last week's major news in the wheat markets by major origin of wheat. We are starting with Canada. The USDA decreased US wheat imports by 10 million bushel in the report. The decrease came from a 5 million bushel reduction each to spring wheat and durum imports from Canada. Weekly Canadian exports for week 14, they were small at 130,000 tons for a season total of 3.4 million tons. This is just 60% of last year's export number. Durham. Week 14 Durham exports were 68,000 tons for a season total of 928,000. This is 27% less than last year to date. While Durham is clearly tight in Italy and France, Durham prices in northern Italy stayed the same last week at 543 euros per ton. This is the first time since harvest that prices didn't increase in Northern Italy. We know that in France, the price of no-name brand pasta has risen by 20%. While wealthy country will be, countries will be able to pay up and source the necessary durum supplies, substitution will become more pronounced in emerging economies. For example, Turkey, a major pasta exporter, increased the maximum share of common wheat allowed in pasta from 30% to 100%. We would target about 15% of new crop sales for Durham at 13 bucks per bushel or better, and we would look at signing up three quarts for the fall of 2022. Moving to the United States. The November 9 USDA WASDA report made only minor revisions to the US wheat balance sheet. On global wheat, 
World wheat ending stocks were below the trade's expectations at 276 million tons, down 1.4 million from last month, and down 12.2 million from last year. We note that world stocks, excluding China and India, are down just 400,000 tons from last month, but ending stocks at the major exporters are down 1.6 million, and their stocks to use ratio is at a new record low. Regarding the 2022 crop, U.S. winter wheat planting is 92% complete. 74% of the crop has emerged and is rated at 45% good to excellent, unchanged from last week and unchanged from last year. Moving to Australia, the USDA made no changes to the Australian wheat balance sheet. We know that heavy rains continue over eastern Australia and concerns over wheat quality are increasing. Next week looks drier, but as La Nina builds, further rain is projected through December. Australian quality definitely remains a concern while rains continue. Argentina. The Buenos Aires Grain Exchange put the Argentine harvest at 12% complete compared to 16% last year and a 13% average. Good to excellent ratings are up 4% to 50% good to excellent compared to 15% last year. It's also time to update the Argentine GM wheat discussion. We are told that last Friday, a government agency in Brazil approved the import of flour made from GM wheat, but it did not approve the import of GM wheat itself. Arbitrigo, Brazilian's flour millers association, wants the president to step in and they are taking legal advice regarding the decision. If the millers do not want GM wheat imports, they will object to flour imports even more because this would take away from their market share. With harvest imminent, time is not on the side of Argentine exporters and there are already existing contracts that need to be shipped. Many Argentine wheat importers around the world will be watching closely how this one develops. Moving on to the EU. Matif wheat rose another six euros per ton last week to a record high 300 euros and 50 cents per ton before easing into the close. Today, Algeria announced a snap tender and this caught the trade's attention not only because the insect damage was raised to 1%, thus allowing black seaweed in, but also because the test weight of 77 kilograms minimum effectively excluded French wheat, and this pushed Matif wheat lower today. On paper, all origins now look feasible to sell to Algeria, but the OIC was obviously hoping for much lower prices following their change of specifications, and they postponed their purchase decision until tomorrow. Black seaweed. The Russian Ag Ministry is contemplating changing the formula used for calculating the wheat export tax and is also contemplating implementing a wheat export quota. The policies represent an effort to temper domestic inflation, which has hit a five-year high. In fact, the trade is concerned over Russian supplies following last week's rhetoric on taxes and quotas, the building of Russia-Ukraine tensions, 
and the possible implications for exports from both countries. So what can we conclude from all this for the week? Well, we think there are three potentially significant concerns regarding world wheat trade. A, Australian wheat quality has some question marks. B, the wider implications of the GM wheat standoff between Argentina and Brazil. And C, the new threat of conflict on the Ukrainian-Russian border. None of these look to bring wheat prices lower or increase the availability of wheat to importers. We think there's little to stop wheat going higher for the short term. Importantly, wheat still remains good value compared to corn in poultry rations, and Australian quality remains a big concern while rains continue. On the other hand, the trade will be watching for potentially increased Russian farmer sales ahead of higher taxes and quotas, and at some point, prices will start to ration demand. For now, we expect wheat to go higher, so would not be in a rush to sell yet. This is Marlene Börsch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete report online at saskwheat.ca. Have a really great week.